This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. As we reported earlier this month, the U.S. auto industry is recovering from its inventory shortages. Cox Automotive says inventory levels were back up and ended at a three-year high last year of 2.7 million vehicles. That trend is expected to continue this year. According to data analytics firm Cloud Theory, U.S. inventory levels will average 3 million vehicles a month this year. However, that number is still below pre-pandemic levels because the industry is still dealing with supply chain issues that's impacting production. China was the number one vehicle exporter last year, and it will probably stay like that for a long time as Chinese automakers are now building out their own car shipping fleets. Last week, BYD got the first of two ships that it's supposed to get this year, which can carry up to 7,000 vehicles each, and it's reportedly aiming to eventually have eight in its fleet. Meanwhile, SAIC wants to add another 14 car hauling ships to its portfolio over the next three years. It already owns a logistics company that operates 31 vessels, which also hauls cars for Dongfeng and Great Wall. By adding more ships to its fleet, SAIC expects to be able to increase its sales outside of China by roughly 150,000 units to 1.35 million vehicles this year. And the reason so many Chinese automakers are starting to branch out overseas is because too many new cars are coming into their home market every year and profits are lower as companies try to get ahead of their competition with price cuts. Waymo could have its own purpose-built robo-taxi in the U.S. before the end of the year. In 2021, Waymo and Chinese automaker Zeker, which is owned by Geely, announced a collaboration to build the robo-taxi on a modified version of Geely's SEA platform that's dedicated to autonomous mobility. This is the original concept that they showed at the time. And Car News China reports that the production model will be based on the Zeker Envision concept, which is not too different from the original design. The robo-taxi will have level 4 autonomous capability, which means it won't necessarily require a driver and could have a similar interior layout to the Envision concept. However, based on spy shots obtained by Car News China, which we can't show here, but we'll provide a link if you'd like to see, the front doors won't slide forward. Rather, they'll open like conventional car doors. The production version of the Waymo RoboTaxi is expected to hit the market later this year. Stellantis is expanding its service in Europe to collect end-of-life vehicles. It first started last year collecting old vehicles from business owners, but now it's reaching out to private owners as well. Stellantis created the new joint venture with a recycling company, and they call it Valor Auto. Owners first fill out an information form, which is used to appraise the car. If the owner agrees to the amount, they can take the car to one of 300 recycling centers or Valor Auto will come pick it up for free. Right now, the service is available in France, Belgium, and Luxembourg with plans to expand from there. The reason Stellantis is doing this is that it wants to get access to some of the parts that might still be good on the car. 
It's setting up a circular economy where it could clean and sell the parts that are still good, use them to fix up another car, or even help refurbish a car that it will sell as used. And it thinks it can generate a good bit of revenue doing this. A German mobility company called Vey is launching a unique autonomous ride-hailing service in Las Vegas. Users can rent a vehicle through an app, and the vehicle is then remotely driven to the location, which Vey calls teledriving. The renter then drives themselves to their destination, and then the vehicle is handed back over to the teledriver, who either drives it to the next user or parks it until it's needed again. The teledrivers are professionally trained, and they sit at a station that includes a steering wheel, pedals, and other vehicle controls. Video and audio from cameras and microphones equipped on the vehicle is transmitted to the teledriver so they can see and hear what's happening around the vehicle. Users are only charged for the time they use the car, which is currently 30 cents per minute when driving and 3 cents per minute for stopovers. Vey believes its service is more cost-effective and will be interested to see if this approach is more appealing to users. Ram introduced the electric version of its ProMaster van, the first pure EV in its lineup. It's equipped with a 110 kilowatt hour battery pack that has a targeted range of 162 miles in the city. It also features a 200 kilowatt or 268 horsepower electric motor that delivers 302 pound-feet of torque. The cargo version has a payload of just over 3,000 pounds while the delivery version is about a thousand pounds less. Eventually, it will be offered in five configurations and will include two roof heights, two cargo lengths, and two body styles. There's no word on pricing yet, but the delivery model can be ordered now and the cargo model will be available at a later date. Yesterday, we reported that Stellantis fired its head of North America, COO Mark Stewart. But AutoLine now understands that Stewart will announce his new job at another company by the end of the week. We also reported that his leaving the company would mean no Americans were left in senior management positions at Stellantis. But Stellantis says Natalie Knight was appointed CFO last year, Doug Osterman is the COO of Stellantis China, and it says several brand CEOs, including Tim Kaniskas at Ram, Chris Fuel at Chrysler, and Chief Design Officer for the Americas, Ralph Gilles, are Americans who report to Stellantis CEO, Carlos Tavares. If you want to learn more about how EV startups are leaving legacy automakers in the dust, you're not going to want to miss AutoLine After Hours tomorrow. We've got Matthew Vachaparampil. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but he's the CEO of Caresoft, and he's coming on the show. Caresoft does teardowns and competitive benchmarking of new cars, and you'll be stunned at their findings. We're going to take a deep dive into the tech features, as well as their cost and weight, and the results are eye-opening. Joe White from Reuters will also be on the show. So join John and Gary when we go live tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's it for today's show. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Tajan Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility.
We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. At Tejin Automotive Technologies, we combine world-class composite materials expertise with cutting-edge designs. Because frankly, there are better ways to lightweight vehicles. So lighten up with Tejin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility.